Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Future of Place podcast, your podcast for strategies on the future of place and the evolving relationships between people, place, technology, and data. My name is Adam Beck. I'm host of the podcast. And at the Future of Place, we believe that place is the superior driver for our economy, an accelerator for sustainability, productivity, and inclusivity in our cities, communities, and towns. The work that we're doing is guided by the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, what we refer to as the Global Goals. You can find out more about our work at the Future of Place if you head to our website, futureofplace.global. But for now, let's discuss. Well, friends, welcome to episode one of the Future of Place podcast. Not particularly an episode per se, more of an overview, an introduction. I like to call it, call it our terms of reference. What I'd like to do in the short period of time of this session is to discuss the why, the what, and the how of this really exciting and important project that the Smart Cities Council of Australia and New Zealand is facilitating. I'll start by reiterating our broader purpose at the Future of Place, which is to make sure that our cities and places are sustainable, productive and inclusive drivers in our economy. Our work is focused around this idea of the tightening relationships, the evolving relationships between technology, data, people in place, that those relationships are changing rapidly and they're having a physical impact, impact both good and also challenging. We believe that our planning and design practices, our policy making around the response to these emerging relationships hasn't necessarily caught up. And the work that we're going to do at the Future of Place is to help support that. As we mentioned in that introduction, our North Star, our guiding framework is the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. We're using uh, the SDGs um, because they're a global call for urgent action for all cities and countries to advance greater peace and prosperity for our people and planet. And the Smart Cities Council for the past eight, nine years that we've been around globally has been a, a, a rigorous advocate for this idea of tech and data for good. And we believe that the UN Sustainable Development Goals provide us a perfect framework for the idea of good. And in the Future of Place project, we'll be applying those um, Sustainable Development Goals uh, and what good look, looks like in the context of, of place. So let's talk about the why in terms of uh, some more detail. And here, I want to refer to some... Um, key innovations and enablers um, that have really somewhat instigated this project. Now, the future of place and the idea behind it, the intersection between physical and digital technology and data and place and infrastructure, that's not new. And we've been talking about and advocating uh, for those issues for a long time at the Smart Cities Council. Uh, but I think in, indeed the COVID-19 health pandemic has accelerated a little bit more of that thinking. We, we have seen and we continue to see um, place and people and economic development and health and well-being 
um, be challenged, um, confronted with new uh, opportunities, uh, but also greater complexity and challenge. Um, so not new per se, but certainly the global health pandemic has accelerated at the Smart Cities Council our ambition to drive this dialogue and this idea and this opportunity further and faster. So let's talk about some innovations uh, and enablers that are sort of underpinning our scope in terms of reference. Uh, we know that there's a series of new and emerging innovations um, that relate to mobility and economic development uh, and lifestyle. We've seen them coming for quite some time. I refer to things like electric and autonomous vehicles, uh, e-commerce, micro-mobility, um, car sharing, ride sharing, mobility as a service. Um, we're seeing urban food delivery um, uh, advance uh, very rapidly. Uh, Microtransit and delivery systems, um, the use of drones, uh, both terrestrial and aerial. So a lot of innovations uh, that are emerging. And sitting behind a number of those innovations are what we call sort of some core technology and data enablers. That, uh, that technology and data um, functionality and innovation that allows some of those, um, uh, th those broader uh, in innovation agendas to evolve. And I'm referring to things like the internet of things, um, 5G connectivity, uh, interoperability, allowing uh, more things to sort of talk uh, to each other. Um, security and privacy, cloud computing. Um, we're seeing a greater emergence of community and open generated data. Um, advanced analytics and visualization, uh, equally artificial intelligence and machine learning, a whole range of technology and data enablers that are resulting in changes, changes to our lifestyle and our, our demands and how we interact uh, with services. Uh, but also how we interact with place uh, and the experiences that we want. Um, these, these digital, emerging digital innovations are having a direct line of sight and impact to our physical places. Uh, and that's really what we're wanting to explore and unpack at the Future of Place project. So that's the why. There's a discussion there. There's an opportunity there that we want to grab and we want to make sure that we shape future innovation, technology and data in a way that creates the best places for people. So the outcome and the goal has, has really never changed. The best places for people and prosperity. Uh, that is rock solid. Um, however, there's a number of emerging ways in which we're engaging and experiencing place. And that's what, uh, that's what we'll certainly dive into on the Future of Place project. The what? For the future of place? Well, we're going to create a handbook, a new knowledge resource for practitioners and policymakers alike um, that give greater guidance, um, new principles, new approaches, ways in which we can ensure that we harness uh, technology and data to shape the best places for people. Uh, and the handbook, uh, we don't know what it's going to look like, um, but what we know is we have a process in place for creating the handbook. So the how, so how do we create the handbook? Sort of two phases uh, over a two year period. The first phase, discovery, engagement, exchange, exploring. Uh, 
Uh, we're going to build out chapters or ideas of chapters, thematic areas. Uh, we're going to discuss. We're going to share our leading thinking. Um, we're going to see what the research is telling us. We're going to look at real-life case studies. Um, we're going to create uh, content and editorial and have a number of sessions, both in person and online, in various parts of the world. Um, so that's 2021. Um, the, the, the sort of the discovery and the exploration phase as we start to build out the chapters. And then next year, the second year of the project, we sort of, we tighten up, we start to sort of really curate the handbook itself as a knowledge resource. And we've recruited a future of place task force uh, and a review committee to help us go through that process to, to help guide it. Um, and we'll be using a number of, um, forums and platforms uh, to go about that work. One of the underpinning engagement processes we have is what we're calling our Future of Place discovery sessions. And if you head to our website, futureofplace.global, uh, you'll get a sense of those discovery sessions. Uh, we've got 10 of them scheduled in one per month. They're about an hour and a half in duration. The first 45 minutes is leading thinkers and researchers and policymakers sharing their ideas, their thoughts, their experiences, their projects. And the second part of those discovery sessions is where we have uh, audience interaction using an online discovery board. We use some strategic questions to sort of shape our response to some strategic questions and prioritize and sort of see what falls out of that. And that iterative process will allow us to build up those chapters. And you'll be able to see all this playing out sort of in real time. Uh, the website will be updated on a daily basis, uh, new content, new output, new editorial. Um, so that'll be, that'll be sort of your, your place, uh, the, the, the forum you go to, to keep up with what's happening with the project uh, and also the opportunities to engage. You'll see some other things on the website. We have a Future of Place Summit. It'll be an annual event. Uh, the first one this year in 2021 will be held in Brisbane. It'll also be a hybrid event for those that can't be there in place uh, and in person, of course, to, um, uh, to come in uh, online. Um, and you'll see also a project exchange. Um, that's a holding uh, place at the moment for what we're hoping to be a Future of Place project exchange. Uh, where we get real life projects that are being uh, shaped and scoped by cities uh, and other collaboration partners um, so that we can have an exchange where people can um, sort of share their work and learn from each other, not reinvent the wheel. So um, a, a, a project and um, a website that's going to have a lot of information on, on there for you and encourage you to, to head there, uh, as I've mentioned. Also, if you head to the landing page, futureofplace.global, there's an opportunity to subscribe so you'll get regular updates in your inbox. So that's about it for the moment with respect to our overview in terms of reference. Um, we uh, will be bringing you uh, multiple episodes throughout the year of the podcast. Um, this is our forum for interviewing and having discussions uh, and dialogue with leading thinkers on some of these thematic areas. We encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, uh, head to your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Spotify or Apple or Google, you just search us there, you'll find us, Future of Place, uh, and you'll be kept up to date um, with all the episodes that are coming out. But for now, I'll sign off. My name is 
Adam Beck. Uh, I'm program lead for the Future of Place, and my day job is executive director at the Smart Cities Council for Australia and New Zealand. Thanks so much for joining us on episode one, our terms of reference. We'll be talking to you again very soon.